Greetings, everyone. Thank you for coming on. Today we're going to be talking about the scriptures in Acts 26, 15 through 19. And we're going to be picking out the word inheritance. Apparently, according to Kenneth Copeland, there's three, or according to the scriptures, there's three things that we're to do. Uh, we're to let Jesus work through us to pass the gospel. We're to... Um, so it, that they, the others may receive a forgiveness of their sins and have an inheritance among those sanctified by faith in the Lord. Uh, it says in Jesus, let's read it. Then Peter, uh, Paul asked, Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus whom you're persecuting, the Lord replied. Now get up and stand up on your feet. I have appeared to you to appoint you as a servant and as a witness of what you have seen and will see and will see of me. Interesting, huh? Saying that he's going to see more of Jesus, so he's going to be more a witness of that fact. Amen. And a lot of us have experienced that we have seen Jesus in various ways and we explain it to others. I will rescue you from your own people and from the Gentiles. I'm sending you to you to them to open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God so that they may receive forgiveness of sins, one, and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. A place. What is that place? That's what we want to get under so we look at other translations. Let's look at the New Living Translation and see what it entails. Remember, we're looking for the, <clears throat> the inheritance. And it says uh, on 18, starting on 18, where did 18 go? Yes, I am sending you to the Gentiles to open their eyes so they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. Then you will receive forgiveness. They will receive forgiveness for their sins and be given a place among God's people who are set apart by faith in me. So we want to be set apart as God's people and a place for God to, to work his way through us. Amen. Let's look at a couple of more scriptures here or uh, translations. I wanted to see what the New King James says about this. I'm sure you do too. Oh, here we go. New King James. Verse 18 for beautiful words of Christ. It says, To make you a minister, verse 17, and a witness both of the things which you have seen and of the things which I will yet reveal to you. I will deliver you from the Jewish people as well as from the Gentiles to whom I am now sending you to open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. <clears throat> we are sanctified through Jesus Christ, so we receive an inheritance. Inheritance so we can show people 
that God is God and he is true to his word. Nothing that we have done, all done in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now let's, let's look at a couple of more ones. How about the, uh, the Passion Translation? See what that says. Interesting. Starting verse 15 on the Passion. I ask, who are you, Lord? And the Lord replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Get up and stand to your feet, for I have appeared to you to reveal your destiny and to commission you as my assistants. You will be a witness to what you have seen and to the things I will reveal whenever I appear to you. And the things I will reveal whenever I appear to you. I will rescue you from the persecution of your own people and from the hostility of other nations that I will send you to. And you will open their eyes to their true condition so that they may turn from darkness to the light and from the power of Satan to the power of God. By placing their faith in me, they will receive the total forgiveness of sins and be made holy, taking hold of the inheritance that I give to my children. Wow, there's an inheritance that he gives to his children. Amen. I mean, an inheritance to me is an inheritance. I'm already sanctified, so I qualify for the inheritance. I'm already doing the work of the Lord, so I, I qualify for the inheritance. One more translation. Let's go with the Message Bible. See what that one, starting with verse 15, the Message Bible. And then after me reading this, we're going to turn it over to uh, Kenneth Copeland on today's Limited Love the one who brought this to my attention. Verse 15, the Message Bible. I said, who are you, Master? The voice answered, I am Jesus, the one you're hunting down like an animal. But now, up on your feet, I have a job for you. I have handpicked you to be a servant and witness to what's happening today and to what I am going to show you. I'm sending you off to open the eyes of the outsiders so they can see the difference between dark and light. And choose light. See the difference between Satan and good. And choose God. I am sending you to present my offer sins of forgiveness. I'm sending you off to, pre to present my offer of sins forgiven and a place in the family, inviting them into the company of those who begin real living by believing in me. Amen. That was verse 18. Beautiful, beautiful. Now I'll turn you over to Kenneth. Let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God, for your inheritance. Thank you, Father, for that you pulled us out of this world so that you may show yourself strong. And Lord, thank you, Father, for witnessing that you... Oh, thank you that you have blessed us indeed. You have enlarged our, ter our territory and your hand is upon us, Lord, that we may not cause harm and it may not harm us. And God perform what we requested. Thank you so much, Lord. Amen. Now here's Kenneth.
In the still of the morning. Greetings. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm Fernando, your secretary. I haven't done limitless love in a while. I thought I better go ahead and put today's. Anyway, at least get started with today. So here we go. Limitless love at its best. There'll be be people. Okay, doke. Here we go. Limitless love, like I promised. Today is July the 6th. July 6th. It says, make your father's dream come true. Taken from Acts chapter 26, verse 15 and 19, New American Standard. And I said, who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But get up and stand on your feet. For this purpose, I have appeared to you to appoint you a minister and a witness, not only to the things which you have seen, but also to the things in which I will appear to you rescuing you from the Jewish people and from the Gentiles to whom I am sending you to open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from dominion of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who have been sanctified by faith in me. So King Agrippa, I did not prove disobedient to the heavenly vision. Acts 26 15 and 19. In this passage where the Apostle Paul describing his conversation experience to King Agrippa, we see a most amazing fact. God has a dream for mankind. He has a heavenly vision that can only be fulfilled through people like you and I. What is God's vision for us? Paul describes it in three parts. First, that our spiritual eyes be opened. Second, that we turn from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to the power of God. Third, that we receive our divine inheritance. Woohoo! Pretty good, huh? Many Christians have fulfilled the first and second part of God's heavenly vision. They're born again and living holy lives, but they haven't taken hold of their full inheritance in Him. They haven't received the blessing. And the power to give to live supernatural lives right here on earth as witnesses to the world of God's love and grace. That is the inheritance laid up for us in Jesus. It includes all the provisions necessary for us to be made whole in every area of our lives. Spirit, soul, and body. It gives us the power to be filled with all the fullness of God. Our Father will not be totally pleased until we receive that inheritance. So let's rise up in faith and do it. Not because we want to be some kind of spiritual superheroes. Not just because we want to enjoy full and wonderful lives. Let's do it because we love our God. Let's do it because we want to see his heavenly vision fulfilled. Let's change our reason for receiving right now. Let's stop trying to receive our healing and our deliverance just because we're hurting and have great needs. Let's stop reaching for our divine destiny just so we will feel happy and satisfied with our lives. 
Let's do it to please our Heavenly Father and help Jesus carry out his vision. When the devil tries to rob us of our divine inheritance, let's say, I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. Flee from me. I am a joint heir with Jesus. Get your hands off my life now. Rise up now in love for the Father and make his dreams come true. Beautiful, wonderful reading of God. Thank you so much for coming on here. Greetings, everyone. Thank you for showing up today, Faith to Faith. Kenny Copeland and Gloria Copeland's 365 Daily Devotional, which we use as a curriculum for our Bible studies. So here we go. Today, July the 6th, would you know it, is called Up in Smoke. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for giving us your word. Give us listening ears and eyes to see what your word is saying to us. Let us develop with you in mind, with you in our hearts. And in your name we pray. Amen. Up in smoke. The book of James, chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 says, The tongue is a little member and boasted great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. James 3, 5, and 6. Words. Use them right, and they'll move mountains. Use them wrong, and they can cause your entire life to go up in smoke. Now, Brother Copeland, you may say, I find it hard to believe that major catastrophes can be caused by a few simple words. I just can't see the connection. Look again at the phrase James used, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. Have you ever lit a few little pieces of kindling wood and set them in the fireplace beneath a stack of logs? What happened? Most likely the fire began to spread first to one log, then to another, until finally you had a great big blaze going. After it was over, you couldn't go digging around in the ashes to find the kindling that started it all, could you? No, it would be burned. There would be no trace of it at all. The tongue is like that. It first defiles the body, then sets on fire the whole course of nature with a blaze so great that it leaves no natural trace of its origin. The words that started it end up so deeply burned in the ashes that you'll never even know they were there. So don't even underestimate the power of your words. I can assure you, Satan doesn't. He works constantly to get you to turn them in a negative direction. He'll fire darts of pain and sickness and discouragement at you just to get you to speak faithless words. Words that will eventually send you your life up in smoke. Don't let him succeed. Instead, put out the fire by following the instructions on Ephesians 6.16. Do as the Apostle Paul says, and above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you should be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Speak words of faith 
and stop the fire before it starts today. And let's go ahead and read the full content of James chapter 3. Alrighty. James chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. Okay, I, I have to bring it up on my computer here. I had it, but then I took too long and reset it again. James chapter 3. In Spanish, it's called Santiago. Can you imagine Santiago? We're going to be reading it in the uh, Message Bible. Don't be in any rush to become a teacher, my friends. Teaching is highly responsible work. Teachers are held to the strictest standards, and none of us is perfectly qualified. We get it wrong nearly every time we open our mouths. If you could find someone whose speech was perfectly true, you'll have a perfect person in perfect control of his life. A bit in the mouth of a horse controls the whole horse. A small rudder on a huge ship in the hands of a skilled captain sets a course in the face of the strongest wind. A word out of your mouth may seem of no account, but it can accomplish nearly anything or destroy it. It only takes a spark, remember, to set off a forest fire. A careless or wrongly placed word out of your mouth can do that. By our speech, we can ruin the world. Turn harmony to chaos. Throw mud on a reputation. Send the whole world up in smoke and go up in smoke with it. Smoke right from the pit of hell. That is scary. You can tame a tiger, but you can tame a tongue. It's never been done. The tongue runs wild, a wanton killer. With our tongue, we bless God our Father. With the same tongues, we curse the very men and women who made it in His image. Curses and blessings are out of the same mouth. My friends, this can't go on. A spring doesn't gush fresh water one day and black the next day, does it? Apples trees don't bear strawberries, do they? Raspberry bushes don't bear apples, do they? You're not going to dip into a polluted mud hole and get a cup of clear, cool water, are you? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. So, let's go ahead and read today's... We'll read today's um, Bible. You know, uh, today's Psalms, the Psalms for the day. And I'm looking for the new King James. We got a King James version, American edition. Uh, new King James. Okay, where is it at? Uh, here it is. New American Standard Bible. New King James. Only got a hundred Bibles to choose from. And we'll go to Psalms 6. And see how many Psalms we'll get to read today. Thank you so much for hanging in there with me. A prayer of faith in times of distress. A Psalm of David. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger, nor chasing me in your hot displeasure. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are troubled. My soul also is greatly troubled. But you, O Lord, how long? Return, O Lord, deliver me. O save me for your mercy's sake. For in death there is no remembrance of you. 
in the grave who will give you thanks. I am weary with my groaning. All night I make my bed swim. I drench my couch with my tears. My eyes waste away because of grief. It grows old because of my enemies. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity, for the Lord has heard the voice of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplications. The Lord will receive my prayer. Let all my enemies be ashamed and greatly troubled. Let them turn back and be ashamed suddenly. Amen. Now let's go ahead to Psalm 36. One of my favorite psalms. Another psalm of David of the servant of God. Man's wickedness and God's perfections. An oracle within my heart concerning the transgressions of the wicked. There is no fear of God before his eyes, for he flatters himself in his own eyes when he finds his iniquity out and when he hates. The words of his mouth are wickedness and deceit. He has ceased to be wise and to do good. He devises wickedness on his bed. He sets himself in a way that is not good. He does not abhor evil. Your mercy, O Lord, is in the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Your righteousness is like the great mountains. Your judgments are a great deep. O Lord, you preserve man and beast. How precious is your loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of your wings. They are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of your house, and you give them drink from the river of your pleasures. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. Oh, continue your loving kindness to those who know you, and your righteousness to the upright in heart. Let not the foot of pride come against me, and let not the hand of the wicked drive me away. There the workers of iniquity have fallen. They have been cast down and are not able to rise. Amen. Let's, let's go up to Psalms 66. Praise to God for his awesome works. Make a joyful shout to God, all the earth. Sing out. The honor of his name, make his praise glorious. Say to God, how awesome are your works. Through the greatness of your power, your enemies shall submit themselves to you. All the earth shall worship you and sing praises to you. They shall sing praises to your name. Salah. Think about that. One more time. Make a joyful shout to God, all the earth. Sing out the honor of his name, make his praise glorious. Say to God, how awesome are your works. Through the greatness of your power, your enemies shall submit themselves to you. All the earth shall praise you and sing praises to you. They shall sing praises to your name. Salah. Come and see the works of God. He is awesome in his doing towards the sons of men. He turned the sea into dry land. They went through the river on foot. There we will rejoice in him. He rules by his power forever. His eyes observe the nations. Do not let the rebellious exalt themselves. Oh, bless our God, you people, and make the voice of his praise to be heard. 
who keeps our souls among the living and does not allow our feet to be moved. For you, O God, have tested us. You have refined us as silver is refined. You brought us into the net. You laid afflictions on our back. You have caused men to ride over our heads. We went through the fire and through water, but you brought us out to rich fulfillment. I will go into your house with burnt offerings. I will pay you my vows, which my lips have uttered, and my mouth has spoken when I was in trouble. I will offer you burnt sacrifices of fat animals with the sweet aroma of rams. I will offer bulls with goats. Come in here, all you who fear God, and I will declare what he has done for my soul. I cried to him with my mouth, and he was extolled with my tongue. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. But certainly God has heard me. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God who has not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy from me. Amen. Now let's move up to Psalm 96. Psalm 96. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the people are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are his sanctuary. Give to the Lord, O families of people. Give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The world also is firmly established. It shall not be moved. He shall judge the people righteously. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar in all its fullness. Let the fields be joyful and all that is in it. Let all the trees of the woods will rejoice before the Lord. For he is coming, for he is coming to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness and the people with his truth. Amen. 96, Psalm 96, 106, Psalm 126, and that'll be our last song for today. 126, a joyful return to Zion. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are glad. Bring back our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. He who continually goes for weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Amen. Amen. All right. And now, amen. Well, thank you very much for listening today. I hope you enjoy this session of Faith to Faith and the Psalms. God bless you.